Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. And actually the same thing could be held true. Like I call, you know, these uh like false positives that happen where somebody will make a really stupid decision and they'll make money and then they'll do it again and again because they have this false positive that that's what actually, you know, leads to, you know, profitable trading. Um, I think those are just as dangerous as trying to mess with things that you did right, but just ultimately didn't work out. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Today's episode is produced in partnership with FinClub.ai. Trade with confidence and leverage the power of artificial intelligence in your trading starting today. Go to FinClub.ai to get two free weeks of AI stock picks and save 15% when you use the code SAVE15. That's at FinClub.ai. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's podcast. Today, I have a special guest on the phone, somebody who I've looked up to for a very, very long time. I'm sure we're going to discuss some of it while we are getting started here. Kirk Duplessis. He's the founder, CEO, and head trader at OptionAlpha.com. Kirk, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. I'm very excited to be here. I appreciate it very much, man. Oh, you, you know, honestly, the pleasure is all mine. Uh, just to give you guys some background on Kirk, he, he's he been with Option Alpha, and I'm, I'm sure he'll go into deep, deep, deep conversations about this. But uh, I found Option Alpha back in 2015, and it was literally my gateway drug into trading. <laughs> and uh, how I came across you, Kirk, was I was, uh, man, I love telling this story. So I I had, I was in, uh, in the office, and I was listening to somebody talking about, um, you know, trading stocks. And, um, you know, there was something going on with Deutsche Bank. This was in 2015. And they were like, hey, uh, you know, if you feel so strongly about Deutsche Bank going down, why don't you just go out and buy a put on it? And I was like, I've heard of that before. Where have I heard that before? So I'm one of those nerds who kept all my textbooks. And so I went over to my desk and pulled out my textbook. And it was um, a finance textbook from, from college. And there were two tabs in that book. And one of the tabs was about bonds because, you know, bonds are, are they're their own beast. Right. Yeah. And this is a 900 page book. You know, you, you put it on the, the, the table and you can feel the earth shake a little bit. Right. Yeah. And the other tab was options. And I was like, how in the world did me from five plus years ago know to put this tab to come and look at options on this particular day? Right. So I open it up and it talks about, you know, put increases in value as the stock price goes down. And I'm like, Okay, all right. So, so let me Google this real quick. And I, I typed in, you know, how to trade puts, and uh, Kirk's website came up. And I mean, obviously your 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 SEO was on on track that day. Let me tell you, you're doing something, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I got there, and then I started reading more about it, and it was like, um, you know, options trading for income, selling puts, and things like that. And I was like, hold up, what? <laughs> People make money like selling options and and like this is this is a strat like a whole full-time strategy type deal and that was it man that was literally the moment That's where awesome. where the light switch turned on and everything changed for me well i've heard it through email because we've exchanged emails you know so many years back but uh, yeah 
but to hear it now, like that, it, it seriously, like, it gives me chills, like no joke. Like, yeah, it's it, like, it, it does cool. to me too. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, divine intervention just, just follows you along the way here. And then I was telling Kirk before the show here, a lot of the podcast that I put together actually was totally ripping him off. <laughs> I'm like, hey, whatever Kirk's doing, I'm going to do it too. I'm going to start my website. I'm going to start a podcast. He's doing something right. I need to do it too. That's cool. No, so, I love it. You know, like I tell people all the time, you know, and, and I think that we said, I said this to you too, when we were exchanging emails a while back, but I'm a big fan of people starting their own show, their own site, their own service, whatever, because I feel like you learn a lot about yourself as an investor, just having to put something out there. I mean, do a journal, a blog, a video, whatever, like I'm a huge fan of it. So, um, I, I think it's awesome. I agree, man. And, and honestly, let me, let me, let me quit talking about myself and let's, <laughs> let's start talking about you real quick. So, so it. give us some background on who you are, how you got started, what, what brought you to option alpha and, and where yeah. things are at today. Yeah. So the, uh, oh, man, that's a lot, a lot to digest real quick, but I'll try to do it as, as quickly and as concisely as I can. Um, so first father of three kids, I got two girls and a boy, uh, married. It'll be our 10 year anniversary next month, which is really cool. Um, and we live outside of PA. I was originally from uh, Virginia, uh, met my wife, uh, just outside of, just out of college. Actually we dated in college and then we got married quickly after we graduated. Um, Moved to New York after school, going to school at University of Virginia. Uh, decided I wanted to, at the time, I guess I decided uh, that I wanted to work in investment banking, uh, work for Deutsche Bank and M&A, and really liked the people, liked some of the analysis stuff, but truly hated the job and kind of the lifestyle. I mean, it was just absolutely not what I thought it was going to be, heading, you know, really heading up there. Um, it was a really interesting time and process and experience. I remember being in the office the day that the iPhone came out and like everybody like leaving the office to like get the iPhone. It was just really fun like time being there. Um, and now, so then after that, I left and worked for bb and in Northern Virginia doing REITs. Uh, and I was, I was a research analyst. So I was on the other side of the Chinese wall and really enjoyed that as well, but ultimately learned that being an analyst and even knowing a lot about what a company you know was going to do in the future and what their cash flows were going to be and really what they should be valued at really made no difference to how the market saw it you know and to me like it wasn't like we were doing valuations and research on tesla or you know apple or like a speculative you know biotech company I mean, these are REITs, like for all intents and purposes, this is like a conglomerate of corporate bonds. It's very easy to value, you know, for, for most purposes, right? Like there's not too many things that can like deviate the value. And yet the market never really agreed, you know, with what the value of the company would be or what the cash flows would be going forward in the future. And I always thought that was interesting, like, man, you know, that's a lot of work and a lot of research. And the market never kind of jived with, you know, what we were, you know, suggesting just because the market's the market. Um, so after that, I, you know, left that and, um, you know, really at that point kind of spent some time building out, you know, a website and a blog. It wasn't called Option Alpha originally. I don't know if you remember, but it was called The Bulls and the Bears. From, it was oh, like yeah. an old, your YouTube channel still has that as I like the, uh... I can't change it. Yeah. Oh man, you know, I, I saw that. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like the original, well, here's the problem was the original site was a Google blog spot. 
from like, mm-hmm. I don't even think they're still around or maybe Google's going to kill it soon. But um, so the original website was just called the Bulls and Bears. And it was just my attempt at trying to journal myself as I was starting in this process. So some of the original posts were like, sometimes it was, you know, 10 words in a chart. Like, I can't believe what happened today. You know, market dropped and chart. Um, but it was cool. And it was, it was really kind of the kicking off point to the point at which people start asking questions. And people start asking a lot of questions uh, around options, around trading. And I was just kind of trying to find my own rhythm and, you know, like process myself during this time. And I got to the point where I didn't want to respond to all the emails. So I created a video to describe a topic or to describe something. And then the videos became scattered all over the place. And so somebody said, well, why don't you put them into a course? And so that's what I did. So I put all the videos and kind of organized them into a course. Um, and then nine ways to Sunday, like basically that's where option alpha, you know, progressed from and, you know, kind of evolved from is uh, heavy education focus. The last couple of years, we've really focused more on data and software. And so we're starting to make that transition from more of an education type company to a data and software company, uh, which has been a really fun process. So. Man, that's really cool. You know, I uh, I took that course, so <laughs> I can testify to it. Yeah, very neat, Kirk. So, man, I I, I think you and I are, are kindred spirits in that way because it's like you know, there's 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 this huge world out there where anything you want to learn, you can find out on the internet, right? Yeah. And for the fact that that you took the initiative to just start putting yourself out there on the internet. I mean, you're going to get the trolls, but once you get past the trolls, you know, you've got something good and uh, then it just, you know, kind of just catapults from there. Yeah. So I think it's a fun process. I mean, I I really do. I think the process, that's why I I really encourage people to put, you know, something out there. I mean, like to me, it started as more of like a personal blog and journey and like what I was thinking. And I go back now and I look at some of those things, you you know, like I even go back like year or two or five years and I, I read my own stuff, which I don't know if that's, you know, creepy and weird or not, but like I watch myself evolve as a trader and I'm like, man, I can't believe I said that, or I can't believe I thought that at the time. And I don't think it, I think that if you do that, you'll learn a lot about yourself and you'll, you know, find those little gotcha aha moments a lot sooner. Um, so I encourage it. Oh yeah, I agree on that topic. Uh, that's one of the things that I do is, you know, I've got my portfolio and I, I have a, a whole spreadsheet that I keep everything in and uh, just going through and, and looking at, okay, this one was great. This was the one's great. This one was great. But what about the ones that weren't so great? Right. The ones where, you know, it, when you're selling options, you, you have more at risk than you could potentially earn a reward. And when you have the one trade that wipes out four trades of profits, you know, why did, that happened? What went wrong? What did I do wrong to open it? What did I do wrong to close it kind of deal? Uh, so I, I definitely, you know, I, I'm always doing that and not like to be like a, a masochist, right? Looking for like, oh, I'm so, I'm so terrible. Let me beat myself yeah. up. But you know, the lessons that you can learn from it. Yeah. I think, you know, and that's, that's a tricky one too, because, you know, I feel like, especially in options trading and trading and in, in general, investing in general, you know, when you get to this point where you have enough money to to actually invest, right, which is a very blessed point to be at, you're probably done a lot of things right to get to that point. You've saved, you've, you know, worked well, you've, you know, like invested your money. Now you're you're doing something with it. And the problem I feel like a lot of people have, I know I've had myself, is we feel like if there's something that lost in a position or we had a losing trade or a series of losing trades that we, of course, did something wrong. 
And I think the challenge is looking back at those times and saying, okay, did I do everything right on trade entry or management or whatever the case is? Because you could have done truly everything right and just had a losing trade, you know? And I think that that's the challenging part is not to tinker with it so much that, you know, every time you have a series of losing trades or a losing trade or whatever, that you mess with it. And actually the same thing could be held true. Like I call, you know, these, uh, like false positives that happen where somebody will make a really stupid decision and they'll make money and then they'll do it again and again because they have this false positive that that's what actually, you know, leads to, you know, profitable trading. Um, I think those are just as dangerous as trying to mess with things that you did right, but just ultimately didn't work out the way you thought it would. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I've heard that the worst way that a trader can start is to accidentally win several trades in a row when they first get started. Yeah, they're, like, they're invincible. They know exactly what to do. And then one thing leads to another and they've blown up their account. I mean, I've yeah. blown up my account twice. Like I know what it, it, I've been there. In fact, while you were saying that, I was thinking about, I'm pretty sure I heard a story on your podcast where when you got started, um, you lost more than your wife's salary. Is that right? It was like $5,000 in the first couple of weeks. Yeah. My wife was like, listen, like if you think this is what, <laughs> you know, she was very, <laughs> you know, like hard line, like if you think that this is what it's going to be, she's like, you better like, you know, check yourself for like real quick, you know? Um, and for me, it was like more like a wake up call because prior to that, I was trying to do day trading and I was trying to do chart patterns and candlesticks. And yeah, you know, like I babysat Forex trades like all night. And you know, like to me, I just, I, I wasn't finding anything that I really like jived with, right? Like I know people who do that, you know, and do that really well. Like, you know, the Peter Brants of the world, they're like amazing at chart patterns and, you know, swing trading. I, I'm just not like, I, I don't have that special set of skills. Like I've learned that my skills are different than that. So, um, but yeah, it was a, definitely a little bit of a wake up call to go through those periods and learn, you know, that, most of the time it doesn't work the way that you think it's going to work, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, on that topic about, you know, your, your trading personality, that's something I tell people all the time is not every trading style is right for you. And I mean, definitely I've been there too. Like when I first started trading, even before I found option alpha, I was doing leveraged ETFs and honestly, it was just throwing darts on a board. Oh, this one looks good. Bam. I'm going to go for that. Oh, yep. sweet. I made $800 today. I know exactly what I'm doing, right? <laughs> yep, yep. And, uh, you know, I, I I got to the point where it was, like you were saying, babysitting things and really the stress and the anxiety of it. And I was like, I've got to find something else to do. And now when I trade options, I, I mainly just trade it super simple. Um, I mean, if, it, if the stock is trending up based on, you know, being above the 10 day exponential moving average, which I know a lot of people who trade options don't even look at charts, but it's something that I like to do to combine what I'm working on. Yeah. But I'll just, I'll just throw a put spread on, right? A 30 delta put spread. Or if it's going down, I'll do a 30 delta call spread. And I tell people it's like, it's like if you're trading or, or playing football, right? You've got, you've got your quarterback under center for a regular stock trade. You got 50, 50, he's going to go forward and make money. He's going to go back and lose money. Or you can trade it like in the shotgun position where you're going to let your offensive line be the stock price and you're going to be five yards back, you're 30 delta yeah. and you're just going to move behind it. And it just like that analogy works really well for me. It works really well yeah. for other people. And it's exactly how options trading, in my opinion, is, right? You've got that room. That buffer. Got yeah. That, yeah. And yeah. it just makes life so much easier, right? I tell people I trade in 10 minutes a day because it's true. I don't have to sit and I don't have to manage this stuff, right? You put it on. 
and then I put a, a GTC order in to close it. I like to close 60% or greater. And um, then I just let it go. But, you know, if the train reverses, right, if, if they've broken through the offensive line and they're coming towards me, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to cut my losses before it gets deep in the money and, and you know, really goes against me. Yeah. Well, my personal goal now is with our auto trading platform to get you to be a zero minute trader. Because, oh, yeah, you, you, said, you know, I think about it, I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like you can do all this stuff in, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes a day. Um, but yeah, that's my, just between me and you, like, that's my goal is to have yeah. you rename this zero minute trader. At some I point. like that. <laughs> so, but no, I think the analogy that you had, you know, not only about football too, uh, because I use a similar one with like play, you know, play structure in football. Um, but also the analogy of, like you said, like throwing darts, what I tell people is, or what I see people do all the time is they come into the market, like they're a hungry hunter right? And that's really what they are. Like the mindset that they have is I need to go out and I need to kill something. I need to kill mm -hmm. a train, right? In order to eat. And that type of mindset is very aggressive, right? And the, the longer you don't go without eating, the more crazy you get. And like the more you start trying to kill anything that, you know, moves and that type of mindset opposed to somebody who is more of a farmer type mindset in trading where they know exactly what they're going to do. They know they got to plant their crops. They got to tend the crops. They got to clean things. They got to weed. And then eventually they're going to get their payout, right? And those two different mindsets are completely different. Um, but that's what I think people do is they come in and they just like shoot from the hip. They have no idea what they're doing. They'll shoot anything that moves just in the sake of like the hungriness of trying to make a profit, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think it's a fascinating mindset and 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 people do it all the time. I don't know. I don't know how to change it, but... I guess it's instinctive. Yeah, it's definitely been a, a challenge for me, and I, I'm sure for for plenty of the audience that you know, just finding something that that works for them and their personality. So, tell me more about Auto Trader and your your zero minute trading that you're looking to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what we've been trying to do over the last couple of years at Option Alpha is, you know, I have the business model mindset, and I've talked about this on other podcasts too. But I operate Option Alpha as a glacier business model, and what I mean by that is. I want to be an immovable force that makes slow, steady, consistent progress. So I've been fascinated by the entire tech startup scene over the last, call it five to 10 years, where all these companies get like this massive funding and they move so fast that they basically blow by any real potential that they have to the point at which like a few big names obviously make it. And I understand the network effects and all that stuff. I'm not, you know, like knocking that side of it. But anyway, so I feel like there's so many companies that move so fast that they they truly miss opportunities, right? They miss the big glaring opportunities. They're staring them right in the face because they're moving in the name of speed, right? And so what we've done at Option Alpha is taking the approach for a number of years now of saying, look, we're going to do education really, really, really well. And I still think, of course, we have, you know, leaps and bounds that we can improve on our education and things we can do there. But we're going to do education well. Once we do education, we're going to start doing research and database management. So building a massive database of strategies and performance metrics, different ways of testing things. And that has been a an enormous project for us over the last five years, essentially, is to start building what I think is quite possibly the biggest database on actual option strategy performance that's out there. Um, and so once we have that kind of you know database in place, now we're starting to put on top of that 
some software tools that help people actually use data and education to accomplish their goals. So we launched a backtesting software a couple of years ago, which has been great. Uh, we launched a trade optimization software, which has been great. We're currently developing um, a, uh, what we call Otis, which is an AI technology um, that we're working with on, you know, with our team internally. And on top of all that, we partner with TD Ameritrade to launch an auto trading platform that is a no code. Basically, you come in and you can build whatever types of bots and automations you want to basically execute what we already know we want to do, but we just physically can't do in this, you know, environment. And it's fascinating to me because like, and I don't know if people who are listening to this podcast won't see this, but like my mouse is my nemesis. Like I hate my mouse so much because every single day I have to come in and click around to make decisions and trades that I already know I want to make, that there's just not enough of a technology push by brokers to actually make that stuff automated. Like we bill pay, we everyone uses bill pay, right? Mm -hmm. But in the options industry, it's like we're all writing manual checks every time we make a trade. It's just not hot, like there's no way the industry hasn't evolved to the point at which we could do this with no code. And so that's our goal is to, in the next, you know, probably next couple of months, we'll be launching to our members and then we'll be launching publicly this auto trading platform, which is ridiculous and the ability to just code exactly what you want the strategies to do. Um, mm -hmm. That makes sense? It does. Yeah. I, uh, I will definitely be looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so, well, like what you said, just like piqued my interest. You're like, oh, you know, I'll trade a put spread if a moving average is above this thing, or, you know, if the market turns and I'll stop and do like all of that is stuff. If you know exactly what you want to do, you can build it into the platform. Right. Mm -hmm. And the challenge has been for many years is how do you do it with options? Cause stocks are really easy. Stocks are one dimensional, but yes. options are, you know, quadratic basically. And so how do you do that with options and, you know, have all these monitors and scans and filters and scheduling things. Um, and so it's taken us about two and a half years to build it out, but, but we actually finally have it running and, uh, and are getting ready to put some people in there. So. Very, very cool, man. I'm, I'm excited to check that out. I mean, I, I'm definitely a, a customer of yours back in the day. I bought your signals. Uh, I that was like the first one manual. we did. Yeah, the signals yeah. research was the first research, big research project we did. Yeah. Yep. And then I got the uh, the back testing software. So yeah, I uh, I'm definitely I I've got my hands dirty with the uh, with Austin <laughs> Alpha there. I appreciate. It. I appreciate. It. Yeah, for sure. So Kirk, what uh, what else is on on y'all's uh, y'all's agenda over at Option Alpha? Is there um, like are you are you are you building content? I mean, because right now you've got you've got your podcast that you do, and and how often do you do that? Yeah, we do it weekly. Yep. Okay. We have a daily podcast. We kind of shut that down. We did about 800 episodes of the daily podcast. Wow. Yeah. Which was, it was super fun to do. And I like doing that. And, um, and just, you know, like, I feel like our, our resources are better spent, you know, making the weekly podcast just, you know, exponential, exponentially better than kind of splitting our time and effort. Um, you know, but a big project actually that we're working on right now is, is, um, a new education section, um, that we're going to be releasing soon. And I can't say the name of it because it's just like, it's a good name and it's a great name, but the concept around it is still organizing, you know, options, education, and really kind of market data and education. Um, I feel like one thing that we haven't done well, and I haven't seen anybody do really well is to truly organize options, trading information in a non-subjective way. And so what we're trying to build is basically build like a, a section, a partition of our site 
that has non-subjective information on options, stocks, ETFs, hedge funds, you name it, like a big database basically, where people can come in and use it to say, you know, like uh, what is an expiration date? Not your opinion of expiration dates, but like what is an expiration date? So so that to us is, is a big project and it's all gonna be free. So it's not anything that anybody would pay for. And our idea is that, you know, and, and this is kind of ties into something that happened recently in the news, but you know, our idea is that if somebody can come in and learn everything in there and then go and do whatever they want, at least they had completely free organized, you know, chronological education and could do something with it so they don't harm themselves. Before the like the news story broke, just a couple but it was like a week ago of that trader at Robinhood who killed himself, like this 20 year old kid who literally killed himself because he didn't understand what was happening with the spread. And like whether people blame Robinhood or not is indifferent. Like the kid didn't understand what was happening with his spread as it was going through assignment and stuff. And that to me is like, that should never happen in this industry. Like truly should never happen. And so my goal before this, and then now like even more so now is like, now it's like, a life or death thing, you know, for me, like before it was like, you know, I want to make sure you don't hurt yourself and make sure you don't blow up your portfolio that you understand, you know, what these different like mechanics are and different terminologies are. But now like we've taken it as a company as like a totally different shift. Like we, this is literally life or death for people for us to get this right and to give it away for people for free. So they understand exactly what's happening before they put a dime of their money into the market. Um, so that's what we're really focused on is, is that project. Man, that that sounds incredible, honestly. And you know what is what a shame that is um, for for someone who was you know uneducated. But it probably happens all the time. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. What probably happens? I told my wife when when the news story broke. I'm like, one, it's a total shame that this this kid felt like he had no outlet to understand, you know, or ask a question or whatever. Like that was the outlet. And and we don't know. I don't. I don't think like you know what else was going on. Potentially other stuff was going on. But like if that was the thing that like you know took him over the edge, unfortunately, like that's a shame. But it probably happens more so than than is ever being reported because you know and I know like people quickly will blow up their accounts just trying to make crazy rent. Like I see it all the time in these forums and Facebook groups and threads. You know people posting like it's a you know like a victory lap of like how quickly they blew up their account or like how much they lost on a trade. Um, but it's not a joke, you know, to me, like it's, it's real serious. So yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's great that there are resources and like what, what you put together, what we put together here that are, I mean, anybody at any time could put on something for free. There's no barrier to entry whatsoever. Just yeah. go on the, go on YouTube, go on any podcast app, you know, click a couple buttons and you're listening to education. You're listening to people like you and me who, who've had the experiences, who've learned several expensive lessons, right? And like to share those. That's, that's what I like to tell people is I, I love sharing what I've done wrong because maybe it'll help you yeah. or anyone else out there not do the same mistakes. Yeah, for uh, sure. So, so yeah, Kirk, this has been, this has been really, really great. I'm, I'm super glad that, that we were able to connect. Um, I mean, it, it, it was very, very surreal to have uh, your people reach out to me and say, "Hey, can uh, can can Kirk come and, and talk to you on the podcast?" Because I'm like, I have totally gone full circle right now. <laughs> well, I appreciate How, it. Very much, what, what world am I in where where I Kirk is 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 uh, asking to come on my show? But man, I am I'm so grateful. It. 
that we were able to connect. Yeah. I've written a short guide on how you can use the triple stock profit system. It's the secret weapon every investor needs right now to change your financial future. And you can get it for free by visiting triplestockprofits.com or in the links below. Also, if you want to join a community of traders just like you, you can get free access to the elite membership that has even more resources to help you trade faster and trade smarter. So, so guys, make sure you head on over to optionalpha.com start taking his free courses start learning as much as you can for free and then kirk where what is your podcast called so they can find that just the option alpha podcast that should be pretty simple to find right yeah, yeah. I mean, you're already listening to a podcast just go over to the other page real quick and listen to kirk talking about his expertise there kirk this has been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for coming on i appreciate it, man thank you for having me very much yeah for sure and thank you guys for listening to today's podcast make sure you like subscribe and enable notifications that way you never miss when we have guests just like Kirk on and more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Yule are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit 10MinuteStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.